0: Welcome to the Forsyth Mags Podcast, a show that celebrates all that is good and happening in Winston-Salem and Forsyth County. I'm your host, Brooke Eagle. Let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we're back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today I have Nikki and Kina from the Second Harvest Food Bank, and I am excited for them to tell us a little bit more about Second Harvest and and what they do. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, Brooke. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I'll let, uh, we'll start with Kina. Let's just give a little bit of background of what, what you do at Second Harvest.
1: All right, I am the Nutrition Services Director uh, currently. Um, I oversee a staff of five, and not only does Second Harvest have the opportunity to feed our community, but we also have an opportunity to educate our most vulnerable population, Mm. uh, the ones that have more chronic diseases. And so we do cooking classes, we do nutrition workshops, We do lots of fun things with children in the schools. We have various partnerships. And so um, we have over 300 partner agencies connected. Wow. Is it more than that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have an opportunity to uh, build relationships with each one of our partner agencies in our 18-county service area. Mm -hmm. And we'll go out when they're distributing food, and we'll come alongside our partners and teach them nutrition education um we'll give away recipes we'll do food tastings kind of like what you see in sam's club Mm -hmm. or the grocery store um because if they're getting a bulk item of something we want them to know how to prepare it we want to know let them know the nutrition nutritional value of what they're getting and uh, we talk about um shopping on a budget Mm. etc important Mm
0: -hmm. yeah hard (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah all right, Nikki, you're up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, at the Food Bank, I am um, have a very fancy title. I'm Vice President of Partnerships and Impact, um, and essentially, uh, what my team does, and Kina is, and, and her team is a part of mm-hmm. that larger team. She's awesome. Um, we uh, we work with um, over 460 partner <laughs> programs. Close. Uh, <laughs> Close. Uh, over the 18 counties um, that we serve, so uh, our service area is from Boone to Burlington. That's a um, huge.
0: I don't think people realize that. Mm-hmm. That's a huge service area.
2: It is. Mm-hmm. It, is. Over, it is. is. Is it
0: overwhelming? <laughs> it can at be. Yes. It can be at times.
2: Um, and you know, just the nuances between um, different communities, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and how each of those communities are are so unique. Yeah. Um, you know, makes it. You know, it makes um, our approaches at Second Harvest Food Bank. Um, different, depending what, on where so we are. So what
0: is it, talking about like Winston-Salem specifically, what do you notice as kind of the bigger issues and ways that you guys go about um, mm-hmm. doing things here in Winston-Salem?
2: When you're talking about um, just in general, and, and Keena may have a, a different take on this uh, based on what she does, but uh, specifically in Winston-Salem, there, um, uh, as most people know, um, there is a... Um, large population east of 52 who lack consistent access um, and then just fill in the blank to anything after Mm -hmm. that. They lack access to um, reliable transportation. They lack access to Medicaid um, accepting facilities. They lack access to grocery stores. They lack access to safe communities and sidewalks Mm -hmm. where they can get out and walk. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it is uh, historically, It is a community that has historically been disinvested Um, so what we try to do is pay particular attention to communities where um, we know that those dynamics exist Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, and try to bring programming into the community based on what the community tells us is most important to them.
1: Mm -hmm. Some of those programs include like community gardening Getting the kids involved, the families uh, involved in where their food comes from. Um, working with uh, uh, after-school programs and summer programs uh, when school is out. Uh, yeah, that's a, we, uh, this past summer we, we were able to reach over 800 kids wow. in just the guilford Forsyth
0: area. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you guys also do, which I'm sure, hopefully, most people have heard of, but so many fundraisers um, throughout the year, which is which is amazing. I love attending some of those.
2: <laughs> yeah, what's what's great is that the vast majority of them are actually done by third parties. Wow. Um, so you know, it's it's not really the food bank um, having to invest mm-hmm. time and resources to make them happen, but. You know, other people taking on that responsibility to benefit us, which because is really because they love really
0: great. the because they love the cause. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they, believe yeah. in the mission. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's an important one. I think I think you guys are so up close and personal with it that you obviously realize the the hunger issue that we have. But your regular person, I don't think I don't think people realize how big of a problem mm-hmm. um, that it really is right here in, in Forsyth County. Yeah, um,
2: I would I would agree with that, Brooke, for sure. You know, I, I think. I think that there is, and again, you know, Keena can can speak better to this, but um, there is, what what I have found, I've been at the food bank for over 13 years, and what I have found over those years is that people don't believe that hunger exists Mm -hmm. um, in our community, and it's because they don't see um, emaciated people. Um, And in fact, they often see quite the opposite of that. And what they don't understand is, how hand-in-hand obesity and Mm -hmm. food insecurity are. Mm -hmm. And I'll stop there because Kenny can speak better to (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it's an interesting paradigm. But one of the things that we know is the low-income population, uh, underserved community that we uh, work in, they don't have a problem getting unhealthy foods. Mm -hmm. And so some of the times, well, most of the time, their choices are fast food, convenient foods. And so uh, there's a misconception also that we distribute uh, just canned foods and things that aren't healthy, but that's not really part of our mission. And that's one of the things that drew me to Second Harvest um, as a dietitian is the connection between health, hunger, and reducing obesity. And one of the things that we are really strong in uh, uh, in enforcing and in, well, not enforcing, impl- implementing is. Um, fresh fruits, and produce mm-hmm. to our partners. Um, they get so much more than people think. Mm-hmm. And another thing that we're discovering, too, is, um, and Nikki can speak on this with Service Insights, uh, program that we've had, an, an online type of onboarding program for our partners. We're able to capture more data, data of who we're serving and which counties, but also capturing... Uh, health disparities like diabetes how many people in the household have heart disease
2: Mm. that
1: type of thing and so we can really focus our mission and our work on how can we help this family just not just feeding them but educating them and giving them the right type of foods yeah to help with their um yeah the the education
0: portion I'm Mm -hmm. sure is is huge because it's Mm -hmm. I mean like you said that you can go to McDonald's and the dollar menu Mm -hmm. and that's that's your only option sometimes if right. you're, I mean. Right.
1: Yeah. But even that's a good example. Even educating people, McDonald's isn't the devil. Um, good point. You can go to McDonald's and get a salad or mm-hmm. have a yogurt parfait or ask for your French fries without salt or just making sure you watch your <laughs> portions, you know. Uh, yeah, sure. Or just getting the kids meal. That's a way of eliminating or reducing your fat intake. Just little things like that make a huge difference. And um, I used to be a dietitian in the hospital setting. And so I had patients who had diabetes um, who were low-income and food insecure. And right across the street from the hospital was a food pantry that they would go to. And so they would just get a box of food, and a lot of times it was junk food. It was um, Mm. soda or candy. And this is a diabetic patient, and you're trying to teach them and equip them it's kind of like a vicious cycle, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's 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 so great and and empowering to be on the other side where I can be part of a food bank and say, hey, let's try to do X, Y, or Z to mm-hmm. make this, you know, um, a better environment and healthier, and give uh, healthier tips. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm glad that that Kina brought up the the service insights piece um, because. I think that is an emerging part of the work being done by Second Harvest Food Bank and our network um, that will really begin to drive how we do our work over the next several years. And, and she's right in that um, in, historically we have never had a, a, a database that mm-hmm. allowed us to collect different types of demographic information on the people that we serve across the 18 counties. Um, in our service area. So um, now we are um, 14 out of 18 counties down, so we've got, we've got four to go and, and that will uh, happen over the course of the next several months. But what we are learning in those 14 counties um, uh, is that uh, about a quarter of the households that we serve report at least one person in the household having either diabetes or a diet-related heart condition. Wow. um so it's you know now we're able to take a look you know for example in Allegheny County we know that greater than 50% of the people being served there are seniors mm. who also report having a, either diabetes or a diet-related heart condition. Wow. So now, as a food bank, we have that kind of information to not only source the right kinds of mm-hmm. products, mm-hmm. Yeah. but distribute them directly to the programs who can have the biggest impact mm-hmm. on the health and the lives of the people that Yeah, because that's
0: obviously such a different—you're mm. giving them different types of foods than a more kid-focused right. environment. Right. For sure. Right. Yeah. So how, if people wanted to help or support Second Harvest, um, are there volunteer opportunities? Uh, Obviously, monetary (laughs) donations are always appreciated, I'm sure. But what kind of volunteer opportunities do y'all have? Oh, we have several volunteer (laughs) opportunities. And if you go to our website, there is
1: a tab that uh, people can go to with uh, a list of, it's kind of like an event bright type of sign-in sheet where they oh, can, you, can, like, sign you can see the different areas throughout the food bank where they can volunteer. Okay. Um, we, we have all types of opportunities, all the way from uh, checking eggs and sorting at the green warehouse, all the way to working in our department, uh, putting labels on um, materials that we distribute when we go out, you know, to the public. Yeah. Uh, We always have volunteers who can translate when we go into different uh, neighborhoods. Uh, We're always looking for, um, I have some student volunteers from the local colleges. uh, Winston-Salem State, we've had uh, uh, student uh, volunteers, UNCG nutrition students. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you're looking for volunteer hours.
2: (laughs) Second (laughs) Harvest can hook you up. We will definitely (laughs) put you to work. Yes, we can.
1: And um, the thing about our volunteers too, a little shout out to them. I mean, it's very fulfilling work. Um, even in the most tedious thing, they really feel like they're they're having it, making an impact. Mm-hmm. Well, and because so, they are. I mean, yes, even those they little are. jobs. Yeah, that is true. And yeah. so, yes, we love our volunteers.
2: We do. We absolutely could not get our jobs done mm-hmm. um, without them. In fact. Last year, um, Mm -hmm. we logged so many volunteer hours that it was the equivalent of 22 full-time positions.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, What a great statistic. Oh, I love that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we would have to hire 22 extra people to do what our volunteers have done. Oh my gosh. Um, so it's, we, we depend on them and, and we're always, always Mm -hmm. seeking them out. Yeah. Um, and, uh, as far as, you know, of course, you know, your time and your talents, um, are, are important to us, but so are your treasures, mm-hmm. like you said. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, you could visit our website both to sign up to be a volunteer, um, to uh, donate, to learn more about our work. That website is secondharvestnwnc.org. Um, and we've actually just launched a, a new website, Super Interactive. Oh, exciting. It yeah. is exciting. <laughs> it's been in the works for a while. Um, oh, on, I'm familiar
0: with that. That's a long, hard process. <laughs> oh, it
2: really, really was. Uh, yeah. But it was worth it. it oh, was, absolutely. It was worth all the time right. that we okay. put into it. So it's, it's. I think it's a very useful website. Yeah. Um, user-friendly.
1: And if you uh, also go to the website, Nutrition Services has a little tab, and people can go there and get tips and recipes as well. Oh, and, cool. Um, hmm And uh, communicate with us through email as well.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's maybe one, we have a couple more minutes, but one thing that you would um, like people to know that that they would be surprised to hear or don't know about Second Harvest um, that you would want them to to be aware of?
1: Well, I I might steal Nikki's thunder, but one thing that stands (laughs) out from a lot of our service insight information is there's this misconception that people who are receiving food assistance don't work. And that's simply not true. We, have through this uh, collaborative effort, we've discovered that the majority of the people who are getting food do work, mm-hmm. um, but they're having to make a choice between, uh, you know, medications or um, paying their rent. And that's just not a choice you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so, um, wow, I did not know that. That's mm-hmm. that's good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, did she steal your thunder that what <laughs> Were you gonna say that? yeah
2: yeah um that's usually the one that i bring up but no actually I, I i've had a different one in mind um i think a lot of of people um you know think about the food bank and, and they they accurately think um what we do is is acquire food and then redistribute it across the 18 counties um that we serve and that is true Mm-hmm. I think what most people don't know unless you're intimately familiar with the food bank is that root cause work um mm-hmm. that that we do. Um mm-hmm. so um all of the work that Kina and her team is involved with plus um the work that that Chef Jeff Bacon and with Oh, I love you know, Jeff. Pro- I love him too. Everybody <laughs> loves Jeff. Yeah. Um but what they do at Providence um and you know we just had our um 100th Class graduation recently. Wow, I think yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: T- tell us briefly. I mean, I know all about Providence, but a little bit about Providence for people who may not be familiar with with that restaurant. Yeah,
2: sure. Um, so, uh, the full circle of of Providence is a um, the story is a, that it's a culinary training program um, that takes folks who often need that second or third chance um, at. At life uh, and and gives them the skills that they need to be successful in um, the world of culinary arts. Um, And then following um, that that initial training period, um, there are uh, internship opportunities at some um, well-known places um, Mm -hmm. in and around town. Um, that often turn into full-time employment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. And that's that's how it started. Um, and then Jeff, in his infinite wisdom, um, <laughs> also had the idea that, hey, it would be really great if we could have an extended residency training program, so like a hospitality program. So um, the way for us to do that was to open up um, a, a restaurant that would give really the, the cream of the crop in each of the class in each of the classes, the opportunity to continue to train in different aspects of the, the restaurant world, Yeah, you know, from front of the house, to back of the house, to inventory, to, you know, et cetera. Um, so that's when the Providence restaurant inside the Hilton Doubletree on university opened up. Um, mm-hmm. and then recent last fall, recently, um, uh, we're also able to open up a location in the BB&T building downtown mm-hmm. called Providence Kitchen yep. um, that's open for lunch, which is just delicious. De- I was going to say, if
0: y'all haven't been to Providence Restaurant or Providence Kitchen, oh, my gosh. both. We had our Forsyth Mags team party at Providence Restaurant a couple Great. nights ago,
2: and it, oh, my gosh, always so good, mm-hmm. so the good. best mm-hmm. food. And you know that when you're eating there, you're actually giving back. Yeah, and it,
0: I think that makes you feel even better mm-hmm. eating that good food. Yeah, yeah. DJ's cheesecake. Oh,
2: oh yeah, oh. yeah, he's, <laughs> so good.
0: A lot of people, a
2: lot of people aren't even aware that he is a graduate. Yeah, really, he yeah. is. Oh. And so is delicious Basharine. Also, super, super, super yeah. yummy catering food. She's awesome. also a graduate of Providence. So. I love that. That's yeah, awesome. changing lives.
0: Yeah, I love it. Thank y'all so much for coming on. Thank you for having us. Like Nikki said, you can um, find out more information about Second Harvest at their website, secondharvestnwnc.org. And I hope that y'all have a great rest of your week. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. (laughs)